maybe. Three, two, one, roll the footage. Welcome back, everybody, to the Strategy Sprints podcast. I'm your host, Simon Severino, and my guest today is the CEO of Roosterly, a company focused on helping executives and small businesses grow their online presence. How neat is that? Welcome, everybody, Irfan Jeffrey. Hey, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. So cool. And I will be taking notes because we talk staying focused, and this is so important. And it is so hard. So I'm excited. And Irfan, what are you currently creating? Um, so it's not so much creating. Uh, it's more scaling. Uh, we just recently had um, part of our business that was acquired. Um, so I'm excited about that. And that allows me to actually focus on scaling roosterly. Um, we currently have about 2,000 subscribers. We're looking to, to ramp that up. Um, so my effort is purely just focused on um, finding more enterprise accounts and doing a more efficient job of <clears throat> getting individual subscribers as well. That's our team's focus in my book. Tell us a little bit about Roosterly. Who is it for? Which problem do you solve? Yeah, so, so Roosterly actually started out as a research project. <clears throat> and our focus was understanding... <clears throat> how executives, consultants, coaches, uh, people that are in sales, maybe small business owners, um, were utilizing platforms like LinkedIn, um, Twitter, maybe some other platforms like Instagram as well, to grow their credibility, grow their trust, um, and really position themselves as subject matter experts for what they do. Um, now, oftentimes, a lot of our clients are responsible for nurturing and growing relationships uh, to over time increase their revenue. Um, so during our research, one of the things that we learned was, and you can stop me if I'm going over time, but one of the things that we learned was that we can classify executives, you know, I would say director level and above, all the way up to C-level, into a few different groups when it comes to how they approach social media. You've got one group that I would say is risk, risk averse. So <clears throat> they're not quite sure what the, they want to be sharing. They think that they may get into trouble or hot water if they share the wrong type of content on, on some of these social platforms. So as a result, they stay off of social media and this costs them opportunities. Um, the second group are individuals who we found are individuals who understand the value of nurturing and growing relationships, uh, pumping out good content, staying top of mind with their audience. But unfortunately, like a lot of executives, like you maybe, they, they don't have always the time to think about what they're gonna post on social media consistently. So they sort of have this up and down kind of presence on social media. So Roosterly built an algorithm that based on who you are, what you do, who you're connected to, we're able to aggregate curate, schedule, and post thought-provoking content without you having to do anything on your own. So ultimately what this does is it grows your brand uh, around what you do, positions you as somebody who's a thought leader and who's relevant in your field. And we do this at a cost uh, structure that's very low compared to a traditional social media 
um, agency or application. What, what's the difference to traditional apps that uh, schedule content like Hootsuite, Meet Edgar, etc.? Yeah, so those are all phenomenal companies. Meet Edgar is a great uh, service. So is Hootsuite, and there's a number of others out there. Um, I think it really just comes down to the fact that when you're using Hootsuite, a lot of the times uh, you're actually finding and scheduling the content on your own or somebody's doing it for you. So there's a time component there. Um, whereas um, with with Roosterly, it's aggregated, curated, and scheduled out for you on the optimal days and times where your network's actually going to be most active. Based on on the client's data or on the aggregated data? So do they know for me, for my audience, this is the right time on Facebook, this is the right time on LinkedIn, or in general? No, so for your audience. So what via the APIs of these different platforms, we've got certain visit, they allow us some visibility into uh, the networks uh, of your particular network. So we were able to determine <clears throat> when your audience or the bulk of your audience with a few standard deviations um, are most active. And so that's the times that we're going to be posting for our clients. So that's that in addition to, I would say the quality of the content um, is, is what differentiates us. Also, we're able to determine what are the trending hashtags. So clients will share with us, hey, these are my hashtags, you know, like, um, you know, entrepreneurship or leadership, but we might find that on Wednesday morning, this iteration of a hashtag is what's trending, you know, so it could be entrepreneurship plus something else. And so we can dynamically enter those in to help our clients get um, a greater reach, greater frequency and more exposure. Cool. Three books that shaped you most. Gosh. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I think one of the first sort of businessy books that I read was uh, From Good to Great by Jim Collins. This is a really good one. Um, another book that I read was The Art of War by Sun Tzu. Mm -hmm. um, and this was, I think, adapted for, for you know, more of a, a business uh, school setting. That's when I read it. Um, <clears throat> I don't think it was the authentic version. Um, another book I read, and I, I didn't have a chance to look up the author. This was uh, um, maybe a couple of years ago that I read this was uh, Power. It's The book is called Power. It's a New York Times bestseller. It's like this thick orange book, and it just talks about the lessons of, uh, you know, how people obtain power. I mean, it's, it's, it's a fun read. I'm not sure how many, you know, life lessons you're going to get out of that, but it just helps you think. Um, yeah, th those, are, those are three good books that I would recommend. And I am super excited to hear who you nominate for the Strategy Award after one word from our Hey, if you like the tools, go grab them for free at strategysprints.com slash tools. Pick only one person. When everybody's zigging, this person is zagging, but they are doing the right thing from your perspective. Who is this yeah. person? Um, well, the person that I would nominate for, for who definitely fits that role is uh, Grant Golestan, uh, G-O-L-E-S-T-A-N. You can look him up. I can introduce you. Uh, he is a contrarian who uh, makes, I wouldn't say bets, but he, he, he has calculated risks that tend to work in his favor. He's great at that. Super cool. 
And looking forward with your company, what are you excited about? You know, I, I think the thing that I'm most excited about is we're working with a lot of healthcare clients, just starting to, um, uh, and that's probably going to be an increase in focus. Uh, I think anything that can make a positive contribution to society. I mean, we all have sort of, I think, um, when we work to serve others um, and do good things, I, I think that's what at least motivates me uh, is when I focus on helping others. And so I'm excited to be working in uh, the healthcare space a bit more. Um, and and that's all I'll say about that for right now. Yeah, and there is so much need in the healthcare space, especially in the US for improvement, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it's and it's an industry. I, I remember the first time I when I was a consultant and my, my boss in this big consultancy, he said, Simon, you are going to do this merger between that big private care provider and that big private care provider in Europe. And I was like, what, healthcare? Come on, I want sexy industries. <laughs> I, I, I was 25. And then, and then they said, okay, look it up, Simon, look it up. And then I did my mini research. Uh, and then I saw that the, the volume uh, was the same as in the European car manufacturing industry. So there is a lot of potential there. And uh, it is untapped. It is not so much used. And uh, we are seeing it happening right now with, uh, with technology. But, but specifically because the orientation towards the customer is missing. And everything that helps having the, the, the patient front and center is, is a radical evolution. Yeah, you know, you, you hit the nail on the head. I mean, I think uh, a lot of times the patient can sometimes be an afterthought in terms of the patient experience, right? Um, or patient education. And there's a lot of new technology companies or I would say marketing or media companies even that are trying to slowly change that um, and make it more of a inclusive uh, experience. Um, you know, it used to be that, you know, you just go in and the doctor just handles you and you know, you're out and as long as you know the problem is solved then you have no, nothing to worry about but now we're seeing a lot more um concierge medicine you know uh, it, with higher net worth folks um <clears throat> demanding more personal attention and so having the opportunity to be able to to bring sort of uh patient education down to more middle class levels so that people are better educated and feel more comfortable going in to um, their appointments and things like that is, is important. I mean, there's, you know, I had family members who, when they go to the doctor, they had what's called white coat syndrome. So their blood pressure goes up when, just at the thought of going to visit the doctor. Um, and I think that's a function of, of not uh, necessarily always understanding what's about to happen or what you're going to experience. So, you know, bringing that you know, making people more comfortable with the idea and making the, the whole experience a little bit more positive, if we can do that, would be really, really cool. Absolutely. Irfan, where can people uh, follow you, stick around your content, see your evolution? Yeah, um, I think the best thing to do is connect with me on LinkedIn. Um, just 
if my name's on the screen, just find me on LinkedIn and connect with me. I like and enjoy connecting with people one-on-one, -on -one, so I'm not one of those that's just gonna accept your connection and never talk to you again. Um, I think it's a lot of fun to uh, connect with smart people uh, and exchange ideas. As long as you don't try to sell me right after connecting with me, like take a couple of days, you know, just get to know me first. I get a ton of these LinkedIn connections and literally the second they connect with me, the, the very next message is like, hey, would you like to buy some umbrellas? Or I mean, I just like, dude, I, I don't even know you yet. Like at least make an authentic, you know, individual, you know, human to human connection, please. It it might not be a human being on the other side. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <laughs> we won't even get into that. Absolutely. <laughs> and uh, who should be my next guest? So, uh, gosh, I've got a list of ten people that that I think I would nominate uh, for you to chat with. Um, are you? Do you? Do you want somebody specifically in technology or just any anywhere? Okay, so there's somebody that I know in real estate. His name is Mike Wilson. Um, uh, he has got a very unique background. He actually went to law school and uh, ultimately became fascinated with the real estate and uh, focuses on residential and commercial, but he's really applying a very unique approach uh, in terms of technology that he's using uh, to grow his business and how he caters to his clients. He generally works... Um, uh, I'll, you know, I'll, rather than trying and, and explain it, um, I'll let you just just reach out to him. He's got a very unique approach. Now, real estate is something that I know nothing about. Um, uh, but anytime I see industries that are maybe inefficiently run, um, at least the sales part of it, uh, I like to see innovation and change and efficiency. I really like efficiency. Um, not at the cost of human interaction, though. Right? Um, but I think that's one one guy that that I really admire. Uh, you know his work ethic and his sincerity and authenticity and how he goes about his work. Super cool. Thank you, Irfan, for being on the show and sharing your journey and your wisdom with us. Please come <laughs> back soon. All right. Thanks so much. Um, all right. Have a good Avoid trying to do thousands of things that doesn't work. We have 274 templates for your business success. Reach your ambitious goals with one-on-one -on -one sprint coach. We double your revenue in 90 days.